0: Hey, Rachel.
1: Hey, Brian.
0: So, how was your week?
1: It was like in Austin Powers when he's cryogenically frozen in the 60s and then he comes back down to Earth in the
0: 90s. Yeah, that's the whole premise of the movie. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, but that's how I feel. It's like coming back to New York City. After a year being hunkered down in Eastern Long Island, I'm like Austin Powers. Basically. You're
0: back in Long Island City, like, back at L.I.C., head, L.I.C., ABC, B.B.D. <laughs> yes. All right. Welcome home. Welcome home.
1: Thank you. It's good Thank to be you. back. Thank
0: you. This is going to be Nope.
1: The podcast where we shut it down.
0: We're just a couple of New York Jews talking <laughs> about the news, beating back the blues. All right. Well, as a lot of listeners noticed and texted me and Rachel, I think you too. We skipped last week. Why? Because we were just fucking busy and we, we report just to didn't no want to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're just like nah. <laughs>
0: And it's, it's, when we do that, it's like no one wants to raise the subject between you and me. It's like, I'm kind of busy. Do we want to try and do it? And we're like, so what nah. do
1: you think? Is there a world where? And it's like, <laughs> nah, let's just not
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> do we go on Thursday? No. But um, but we're back. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm even more energized than ever for uh, it's not the summer season yet, but it'll be summer season soon. Um, how soon. How is it being back in New York City?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been a very eventful week. Um, We moved back within 24 hours of finding out that AJ, my first grader can come back to school five days a week. I was like, I was like, Oh, do I want to go back? Even if they say he'd come back, but I was like, ah, let's get in the car. Let's go. Let's go. So (laughs) you may wonder like, why was it so spur of the moment, but what happened was you have to fill out this survey saying whether you want to stay online only for school or move to a so-called blended school, which is like every third day you actually, the kids go and the next two days they're homeschooled. And that was all too confusing for me. I'm very all or nothing, like five days a week or online only. I need certainty. I need a pattern. So I get this email a few weeks ago saying great news. We're coming back to five days a week on April 26th. And I was like, oh shit, had I known I would have selected the blended, but the deadline was over. So I reached out to the principal who said, sorry, you missed the deadline, but we'll let you know if anything opens up. And I was like, okay, sure, Jan, like I missed the deadline. Nothing's going to open up. I just have to be resigned to the fact that I'm homeschooling for the rest of the year in Long Island. But then on Friday, the school emails to say like a spot opened and AJ could come back. So we pack up all our stuff, like scramble around the house and (laughs) just like drove back to the city on Saturday. Our apartment has been dormant for over a year. I have no idea where anything is. We don't have like basic staples like olive oil and salt. (laughs) And Coco is like a country dog now and afraid to pee on the street. So we walk her around. And yeah. And the worst about the worst part, I mean, I'm so glad AJ's back in school, but I'm doing the one thing that I said I wouldn't do for love. Like I would do anything <laughs> for that. love, but I won't do that. Did, did that. And I did that. And for me, that is driving in the city because there's really? no school bus. Yeah. So oh. I have to drive aj to school and pick him up so here we are we're making it happen you know like
0: gotta do what it takes do what gotta do it
1: yeah so um how about you yeah
0: so um i'm gonna ask you a rhetorical question because i know you know the answer i won't uh make it a phony question but for the listeners what do i have in common with steve bannon david duke Sidney powell and marjorie taylor green
1: (laughs) you've been (laughs) deplatformed i
0: have been deplatformed i was my account was suspended on twitter Cancel Uh culture. I'm, I'm Mr. Potato Head and Green Eggs and Ham all wrapped up in one. All wrapped one. in one, yes. No, and, and I'm sure it was an innocent oversight because I don't tweet. I mean, I use Twitter basically to read. I tweet like I promote the podcast. I have a random, I, I, I tweet about daylight savings time mostly. Um, yes. And that's that's my repertoire. That's really all I, I tweet about. <laughs> daylight <So.
1: laughs> savings and the podcast. It's,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a great match. Um, that's really my only passions so um i tried to log in one day and it was like wrong password and it was on all like on my laptop on my phone on my ipad everywhere and i'm like no i'm pretty damn sure this is the thing this is the right credentials and then it blocks you out after a while and it says like, you know, fill out this form for whatever. And it gives you the choices like I believe I've been hacked because it's not I forgot my password because I don't want them just sending me like it's not that like I know my password. So I said like I think I've been hacked and I've asks you a few questions and you hit submit and you get this thing and says like we due to the un, unusually high volume of queries we're running a little bit slow so please be patient. I hear nothing from them and then I try logging in again and it tells me your account has been suspended. To appeal this suspension, please click here. And then there's another form with similar questions like who are you, how can we reach you, what's your Twitter handle, mm-hmm. why why do you think you were wh- why do you think you shouldn't be deplatformed and but you don't
1: even know what you did i don't know like, what, what i did
0: this is like kafka <laughs> like how do i how do i refute a charge that i don't well, know what what's the your charges last tweet are?
1: I'm, I'm looking up your account am i even can you even
0: see my tweets I don't, I don't know
1: i don't know let me see
0: so anyway so- i try to fill this thing out and it says we do not recognize this account and it's at brian hecht and then i realize that it's they pre-populated the thing of where my handle is Uh And and it's space, 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 space at Brian Hecht. And I'm trying to correct it. I'm like, it's not spaces. There's no spaces in Twitter handles. And Uh it keeps telling me, like, I'm sorry, we cannot recognize your request. So now I'm just in this Twitter hole and I don't know what to do. So here's an, an open plea. If there's anybody out there who... Knows anyone at Twitter? You, Rachel, know people on the biz, on the on the editorial side. Probably, I need someone on the tech side. I suspect it's a glitch.
1: Yeah, Um, I don't know. Um, But what do you
0: do? What do you do? And then I didn't mention this to you. I was actually blocked off of Facebook for a few weeks as well why <laughs> i don't know Same do you issue. think
1: someone like hates our podcast and is like <laughs> trying to cancel you or something i, I like... don't
0: know but then i was able to log back onto facebook so i i, I, I we got know.
1: that really bad review
0: yeah, it was one review on apple Podcasts. <laughs> i don't think they're scanning for poorly poorly reviewed podcasts <laughs> to ban from twitter um but here's the one upside is that um, without Twitter and then without Facebook, I realized I had so much time on my hands. You know, and I mostly hmm. read on Twitter, and I'm not an addict, but I do check it a few times a day. Um, and I over the I've been on Twitter for 11 years, and I've curated an interesting group of people who are not insaniacs, and I use that for reliable information. And it kind of sucked, but I had a lot of time on my hands. And just today, before this podcast, sometimes I like to scroll Twitter just to see like, is there anything we should mention on the podcast? And it Mm -hmm. it, it won't even let me read Twitter. So I um, so I turned on the TV, and you know I'm on the board of this the Channel 13, the WNAT digital operation and I we had a board meeting this week and I said, you know, I don't actually watch very much public television. Maybe I should yeah. try and watch more public television. So I turned on uh, channel 21, which is like the secondary channel uh, for channel 13. And I'm like, whatever's on, I'm gonna watch it. And it turned out to be <laughs> this, I'll, I'll liberally call it, generously call it a documentary that seems to have been repurposed from Virginia public access about snakes of Virginia. (laughs) Okay. And it's like this old Wilford Brimley guy talking about how you shouldn't be scared of snakes. And there's like live interviews, like simulated interviews with people calling like the Virginia Snake Control Center. And I'm like fascinated by this. So the moral uh, of the story, I guess, is that... It's
1: like stop scrolling and start watching. Start
0: snaking. <laughs> start I have a whole new, all new appreciation of the snakes of Virginia.
1: And you never would have known about any of this. no, we had we had, we
0: had a house in Virginia, <laughs> and I saw a snake once, and it was incredibly traumatic. Now I would welcome it into my home. So
1: yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I I wonder what happened with your account. That is so weird because nobody's like tweeting weird shit from it. It's just like it looks oh, normal. This, it's
0: still up, right? I mean, it's, it's still up.
1: Like, it looks totally normal. Your last tweet was about the podcast. You said nothing controversial. I'm verified.
0: I'm verified. I'm yeah. some lunatic. Okay. Anyway, we said enough about this.
1: Okay. So if, <laughs> this is a so mystery. Listeners here,
0: if you're hanging on my every tweet, <laughs> do not because there will not be any for the foreseeable future. Okay, Rachel, let's get into the nopes. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so um, we decided to bundle all of future (laughs) Trump-related content Tent into a self-contained unit <laughs> called the dry heaves
0: it's like a self-storage it's- container <laughs> it's a <to> container store <laughs> no but that arose organically we used to have like the elephant in the room and now like we just came up with the dry heaves on the fly and we realized it's so apt there's so many stories that are not about per- even if they are about trump they're more about the dry heaves of the trump era
1: like, yeah, cuz they're so distracting too. It's like so much there's so much good shit happening with this new administration, but it's being drowned out by these dry heaves because they're just so outrageous and here's and produce, the first and
0: like a dry yeah. heave produces nothing, but a little spit of bile maybe.
1: Yes. <laughs> bile is what we're talking about here. So <laughs> um yeah, so we all know that Trump was banned from facebook and today there was the ruling from that strange oversight board saying that like he continues to still be banned that might change in the future but for trump maybe it doesn't even matter because he is an innovator
0: yeah every you know know, every door that closes a new one opens right (laughs) a window (laughs) opens (laughs) so he's ever he's the ever the optimist so he is looking forward to the future
1: the power of positive thinking. So he announced um, the launch of this new advanced communications platform of his own. So mm. he's not waiting for these gatekeepers no. to let him back in. He's doing his own thing. He's ready. He's <laughs> out there. He's so the Elon, this thing... <laughs> Elon Musk of <laughs> blogging. So...
0: It's a blog. It's he a blog. blog. So, it... <laughs> so <laughs> it's called... Give me the punchline. So. Isn't a murder? Isn't a murder <laughs> mystery? Let's just give the ending at <laughs> the beginning. It's a blog. He
1: launched it's the a blog. <laughs> He launched a blog. It's called From the Desk of Donald J. Trump. And it has absolutely, it's not even a blog. It has less functionality than a blog because you can read what he's saying, but you can't, and you could share it, but you can't comment on it. There's no place to
0: It's not debate. a community. It's not a Reddit <laughs> forum. It's the—it's like a barf bag. It's like you're flying and you're air A barf
1: bag one, monologue. It's not a, a dialogue. Once
0: in a while, you open the barf bag. Bag, you spit some dry heaves into it, you wrap it up, your neighbors are Blech. disgusted. <laughs> and then you you're fine for a while, and then you feel nauseous and you barf into it again. So he's this is just That's vomit what he does. word salad. Yes. It's so a
1: repository of vomit. So there's um, I was like, what is in this melange of content? So I scrolled <laughs> through it. <laughs> there's a there's a video that shows it's so unusual it shows uh, an image of earth (laughs) taken from space and it's zooming into earth and it says in text below in a time of silence and lies and then it cuts to this image of mar-a-lago with the text a beacon of freedom arises and i'm just like
0: beacon of freedom where it costs two hundred thousand dollars to set foot in it and then
1: a drone shot of mar-a-lago this is the beacon of freedom it's a beacon of corruption and grift it's so th- then there's this dramatic scrolling shot of the blog itself like <laughs> Wait, this, this is what, this like, a
0: picture of the blog in the blog yes it's oh. like a video of it's that, advertising itself that's like <laughs> computer vision innovation right there <laughs>
1: it's a snake eating its own tail that's so the, a, it's a
0: turducken yes it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a blog wrapped in a blog stuffed in a blog
1: With advertisements for itself on the blog. (laughs) So, uh, presumably, if you're there, you've already been, you know, sold,
0: right? Preaching to the (laughs) choir. (laughs) They're encouraging repeat engagement, repeat usage. Repeat usage. They're trying to increase their monthly active users.
1: So there's like this scrolling image of the blog and and it says a place to speak freely and safely straight from the desk of Donald J. Trump. So um, so watch out, Facebook.
0: Yeah, this is big danger for you. You and your secret star chambers. (laughs) Gird your loins. It's Donald. (laughs) The desk is coming for you. So you his...
1: remember that photo of him at like the tiny desk
0: <laughs> yeah or that's remember I think remember, remember when he had covid and they tried to show him like signing executive orders at the naval hospital or bethesda like sitting there and he looked like he was about to keel over he <laughs> yes. was like trying to he loves that desk he loves that desk he loves
1: that desk and so that's what he's doing he's sitting there at his desk he's writing these missives and um and god bless you know it's nope it's something to do (laughs) that's the
0: easiest nope you've ever given me nope Nope, rachel please absolutely not okay okay we'll keep you posted on the dynamic traffic numbers of fucking blog donald Donald trump's blog okay i have um i have some much more important news from around the globe um you know me i don't like to be tethered to the united states of america I try to take a worldview of things and, um, right. But I also try to relate them. (laughs) this is a very tortured segue. (laughs) I also try to relate them to what I do at home, which is, you know, I work with tech companies with marketing and a core value of marketing. You'll know you've been in this world is know your customer, right? So there's a furniture store chain, uh, in England called Hammond's furniture. And in an an attempt to get to know their customers better, they decided to do a survey. And I don't know how this question came up (laughs) in the survey, but they somehow found that 30% of their customers only wash their bedding once per year.
1: Once per year?
0: Once per year, yes. Now That
1: seems like not a lot of washing.
0: No, that is effectively (laughs) no washing. (laughs) Effectively no washing.
1: Like, why even bother? After after a
0: year, like, do they, like, rip the cow, like, oh, it's January 12th again, time to wash my sheets. What? Uh, Like,
1: just... Don't I did that in them. college. I was
0: thinking, I was reflecting on this thing. Like, I have no recollection of ever washing my sheets in college. Like for four years I had the same sheets. And um, maybe I brought them home for the summer and they got washed, but it didn't even dawn on me that like sheets get dirty. I guess that's the case for 30% of the population, at least of England, as well. Um yeah. I said that's bad because of uh, to state the obvious bacteria buildups, itchy skin, it causes mites. Then they did further and they said only 30 36% of people only wash their blankets once per year so it's actually people wash their blankets more frequently than their sheets which seems odd because blankets are hard to wash especially like blankets are the
1: biggest pain in the ass to wash
0: right so people are very selective and um they were getting medical people weighing in I, i i included this quote just so i could say her name Dr. Aragona Giuseppe (laughs) weighed in and said, bed sheets and pillowcases should be washed as as if they are dirty. (laughs) As if they are dirty, this could promote acne, spots, and other skin issues due to the dirty bacteria on the sheets transferring to your skin. Acne? That's the number one problem of not cleaning your sheets? You might get acne?
1: But what are... Are spots different from acne? No,
0: that's like British call spots like zits. I know, but why did she
1: say acne and spots? Like, why did she list them both? It's redundant. I don't
0: know. Maybe (laughs) acne is the general medical condition of having spots, and spots is the specific (laughs) spot of, of... Acne it's is like a collective a bit... is a collective noun for a collective. She
1: didn't response. have to say both. She didn't have to. <laughs>
0: okay. Dr. Aragon and Giuseppe, we take issue, not with your diagnosis, but with your nomenclature here. Okay. Which
1: is it? You know, right. so, Acne- be- so, <laughs> Are they different.
0: But now I guess they were on a roll with this survey because they continued to ask questions about the washing behavior of people, and they found that. For towels, 45% of people only wash their towels after five uses. So use the towel five times. But then they went even deeper and they said 18% of people only wash their jeans once per year.
1: That's like been recommended by like fashion magazines. Oh, to
0: not wash your jeans? Yeah. I don't think that's why they're doing it though. I think they're just very lazy, especially when you hear the next statistic. Okay. (laughs) 25% of men admitted to washing their underwear only after they've worn it five times.
1: What What is happening in England?
0: (laughs) Back to Austin Powers with his teeth. This is the problem with England. But wait, but wait, so this
1: furniture <laughs> retailer...
0: This is my real question. I'll get to- Why is the furniture doing this survey? Like, did they just, like, they got on a roll? They're like, huh. You don't wash your I sheets. That- what about your underwear? <laughs> like-
1: well, it's a PR strategy to get press about the survey. Well, it's working because
0: so- here we are talking about here it. Here we are. Okay. Well, the good so- news is that 25% of men wait for five usages, but only 13% of women do that. So Only
1: 13% of women? I can't believe there's that many women who will not wash their underwear. And
0: 10% <laughs> so of fine. men only wash their... <laughs> This is a lot of numbers. 10% of men said they only wash their underwear after 10 wearings. Um, That's not a word. Wear after wearing it 10 times. Um, So there's got 10 for one in 10 men are walking around England (laughs) with underwear that they may have worn up to nine times previously without having washed it.
1: Okay. I have a business (laughs) (laughs) idea. (laughs)
0: Yeah. call us
1: a dating website for the the 10% of men who wear their underwear 10 times and the the 13% of women who wear their underwear five times
0: and they could they could all get married yeah but what makes you think that I mean it's it's like a guy's mentality that he's like it's okay for me to only wash my my underwear you know these guys are, time. The right.
1: guys are oh, straight the guys are straight but their own, they're like yeah. but i
0: want chicks who are clean as a whistle it's like they want them <laughs> to wash their underwear twice a day <laughs>
1: No, you don't get
0: that. You don't no. deserve that. You do not deserve nice things. You deserve filthy women. You're a filthy man. You deserve a filthy woman. You deserve each other. Yes. <laughs> you get what you deserve. So nope. And and I have to say it again, why is a furniture company to talk about mission creep? Like this started and it, like furniture is not even bedding. I guess they're, it's not like betting selling, they're not even
1: selling. They're not even selling the products underwear. to solve this problem.
0: Be, they should either what? be selling the underwear or the or the laundry detergent like each of is which would like benefit a
1: partnership with like the underwear <laughs>
0: cross <association>. marketing crossover <laughs> no although the under underwear companies probably like the statistics because they mean it wears through the the underwear gets worn out can, sooner and they, they there's more they can
1: sell they all they have to do is change attitudes
0: they, <laughs> they need a new attitude like <laughs> patty labelle <laughs> but but these are probably also the same guys who don't care if they have holes in their underwear. In fact, they probably think it's cool because it's easier access. They
1: don't think about it. They don't.
0: <laughs> They're obviously not thinking about anything. So, nope. nope. Nope to the men of England. I know many of you. I hope you're not in that percentage. And nope to Hammond's furniture. Get out of the underwear surveying business and the leave linens that to- stay <laughs> in
1: your it. lane no, just leave- do a survey that. about furniture next time not the <laughs> things that go on it
0: leave that to the experts no yes. okay so let's continue around the globe and um okay. let's go to japan now and uh this is one of our classics sometimes the headline says it all i'll just read it um <clears throat> japanese man arrested after dating 35 women at the same time in a bid to get birthday presents <laughs> the ending of that is very twi- surprising. Right. well what like i don't know at first i read it i was like dating 35 women at a time he's like <laughs> a baller but is that really illegal and then i read the rest to get birthday <laughs> presents and i'm like still is that illegal like it seems it seems like
1: there are better ways to build this mousetrap. <laughs>
0: okay. Wait till you hear this detail. So the guy's name is Takashi Miyagawa. He's 39. And he met all these women while he was working as a salesman selling hydrogen shower heads, okay. which is a thing, I guess. So it's a great place to pick up women. I don't know what a hydrogen shower head is, but apparently it attracts lots of eligible bachelorettes um and he would meet these women ask them out tell them that he wanted a serious relationship and he would tell them when his birthday was and for every woman he gave them a different birthday and mm. they would all give him presents um and he according to the records he got presents totaling a value of nine hundred and fifteen dollars which is Oddly specific. In Um, one
1: year? Yes. Like over what time span? Oh, in a year.
0: In a year. And it included a a suit that cost $278, which probably not the most expensive suit they could find. It's a suit. You can can get a suit for that, but not... Probably, I wouldn't classify that as like a super And that's the nicest gift that the got nicest from gift all thirty-five stuff. of these women. Yeah, it was like a gift card from Joseph A. Bank or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, and it all adds up to like nine hundred and something dollars. Nine hundred seems like a lot of work. A lot of work, <laughs> to work
0: for, for, for there's easier limited
1: payoff. <laughs>
0: He obviously wasn't doing the risk-reward calculation because he paid the price. So there's some details. So and this is these details are incredible. So he told a 47-year-old woman that his birthday was February 22nd. He told a 40-year-old woman that his birthday was in July. He told a 35-year-old woman that his birthday was in April. And I don't know why these details are important. And his real birthday is, quote, believed to be November 13th this is a knowable fact what his actual birthday is. Like, Yes, (laughs) yes. The (laughs) intrepid reporter who wrote about this could probably (laughs) find out with minimal effort what his birthday is. On the other hand, it is not relevant. (laughs) The dates he gave to the women is not relevant. The birthday is not relevant. So here's the better part. So these 35 women, somehow they were on to him and they contacted each other and they founded a victim's association
1: Like a union. Like (laughs) a trade
0: union. Unionized. (laughs) A a victims' association. And they began coming forward with their stories to speak in their truths. And (laughs) what? (laughs) I'd love to be at that meeting. He told you February 22nd? He told me July 13th. (gasps) The scandal so one woman says alleged i should say that he kissed her on a second date and she said i told him i don't want to do that unless you are someone who wants to get married and really be with me for the future for for, for a kiss and he said i'm serious i'm gonna be with you for the rest of my life bingo he got the kiss and he got a birthday present (laughs) everybody wins <laughs> and then they banded together to try to get evidence and there are all these snapshots of him having birthday dinners with different women um so they were like doing stakeouts so- to, catch <laughs> him <in the> <laughs> to catch him in the act to catch him in the act like why did he have to give them all different birthdays because like he had to actually go out on the birthday in order to get the he probably spent more on the dinner than the the gift was worth
1: oh definitely this was not a well thought out
0: (laughs) All he got was a bunch of kisses and some shitty gift cards.
1: <laughs> that was part of a like a sting operation. Like they yeah. were like real yeah, he was gifts. being
0: set up. They were wearing the They were wearing wires, right?
1: It was but entrapment. It, this yes. is not fair. No. So okay, so Finally. what is? I I just have one question. What is the origin story of someone who does something like this? Like, did his...
0: Takashi Miyagawa? You mean yes?
1: Like, did like growing up? Did his mother like forget, forget his, his birth- birthday? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
0: It's like that Dave Matthews songs, Mom. It's my birthday. What would you say? um I, I don't know. The, the the imagination runs wild, and, and there's a picture of one <laughs> of these like sting operations. He is not an attractive man. um In fact, it's kind of hard to tell who's the woman. But
1: why would he? Why would he take thirty five? Also, like, why not like date ten? Oh, women I, and I get uh,
0: ten gifts because then he'd have to wait a whole another year. <laughs> to get to give him it's another just easier. Gift.
1: first of all it's easier to manage it and he has more time to cultivate the relationship so he'll get a bigger gift so i yeah, feel but like- you
0: have to do the arbitrage like what's the cost of cultivating that relationship <laughs> for a full year versus the delta of the better gift you're going to get in year two i think it's a okay. volume game. i think it's a volume game it's a, it's low, a volume low, low, it's- val- <laughs> low value high volume <laughs> low margin <laughs> low margin Especially given that he lost money on every transaction because there was dinner involved. He'd, there, was negative, there was customer negative,
1: acquisition.
0: <laughs> the CAC exceeded the lifetime value. He cut the lifetime value short.
1: Okay. Negative okay. margins.
0: <laughs> negative contribution to the bottom line. Anyway, he got arrested, which I guess- Why is, did I, he get I, arrested? I, is this illegal in
1: Japan know, to, to but, lie about your but, birthday? It, <laughs>
0: come scumbag i don't know he's just a player what
1: are the charges what?
0: <laughs> suspicion of fraud is the club suspicion
1: of fraud but
0: but, that would that would be half of america is suspiciously <laughs> fraudulent like, okay i mean um, <laughs> okay this story speaks for, like the headline <laughs> the story speaks for itself it's a nightmare it raises more
1: questions than it answers quite frankly was, but we'll be following this
0: I've, I've already set a google news alert <laughs> i will be okay there is a, okay that's enough nopes for this week uh rachel i have no idea how lunch is running when when because we skipped last week and we're like we don't have a ton of time this week and like oh we'll just keep it short but our intentions about length never reconciles i, I have no idea how long these podcasts i know are. i'm always I, like let's keep it short it.
1: this week and you're and like it's, it's like, not a matter of that it's a matter of doing it or not doing it and the <laughs> length will just decide itself and it I'm does like, okay. and i have no yeah. idea how long
0: this is going to be but the best i could do is cut off the nopes and go to the ups these are the little rays yeah. of light the little beacons of hope that got us through the week and rachel you have one
1: yeah i have one so my up this week goes to bad trip it's a movie on netflix um, it's one of these silly stunt comedy movies in the tradition of Sasha Baron Cohen, but it's just so American, so original, hilarious. Um Josh and premise? I were what's the premise? It's so it stars Eric Andre and Lil Ray Howary, you know, the guy who asked Glenn Close about the butt at the Oscars. Yeah.
0: That no, but so, yeah, I didn't watch okay. it this year. Like well, it everyone stars else them. in the world, yeah.
1: But you saw the clip of Glenn Close. Well, I'm not on Twitter,
0: so I didn't see anything.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, so it stars them, um, Eric Andre and Lil Ray Howery on a journey to New York, and they're in a pink car that they stole from Howery's character's older sister, and the, the car says bad bitch on it. And it the character's played by Tiffany Haddish. And she's just so funny and so great. And there's real people involved in every scene. Like they set oh. up the stunt and like, so you see the reactions right. And um, it's just the perfect movie for this moment. A
0: okay. good old fashioned wackadoodle. Sounds better than comedy. these Robert Altman nightmares you keep recommending
1: to <laughs> no, me. This, <laughs> this, this, you know, bad trip. You're going to like it. As long, it. It's as, very as, long as, funny. as it's not in the
0: Sony Criterion collection, I'm. <laughs> I'll give it okay. a shot. Okay, uh, for I'm, I have a Netflix show also, but I'm going ge- to go even lower brow than you, and you may roll your eyes or gag or like put a gun to your head. But it is season two of The Circle. You know, oh the really? Of the Circle. It yes. is so good. It's like the opposite of what I'm going through. It's it's like. Big Brother house meets Survivor. It's like a bunch of good-looking people who are all in an apartment, and they can't actually see or talk to each other. It's all done through DM, and they have these like incredibly probably fake deep relationships with each other, and some of them are catfish, and some of them aren't, and they're always trying to weed out who the catfish is, and it is shockingly exciting. And in fact, the the finale is on right now, and I'm going to watch it right after i finished uh right, edit, editing the, editing this podcast it's uh it's really great fun and it's the opposite of what i've been going through since i'm not allowed online anymore um i've right. been, i've been deplatformed this is the cuz they they can only communicate by like this internal social media system called the circle and i have no social media so it's been a welcome relief and i'm enjoying it very much and i recommend the circle season two and the circle season one if you haven't so to
1: congratulations to netflix on getting both of the ups this yeah year. they got a Not tri- the first time it happened but they, this they is got better a than, triple
0: crown yeah. du- double crown okay
1: double crown it's it's like better than an emmy you know
0: well, anything's better than well. Emmys are still good. Better than an Oscar now. Anything's better than the an Golden Oscar Globe. Now. <laughs> the, the, the Nope Foreign Press Association has nominated <laughs> the Circle for best shitty reality show. Okay, we got to shut this whole podcast down. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with us randomly skipping weeks. We are our intention is to be here every week, but sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men go awry. So that's not the thing, but. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend in line that's the online, online in person.
1: Tweet at us.
0: Tweet at us. Not me. Tweet at I, me. I mean, tweet Don't at me. Tweet, tweet at Brian.
1: <laughs> he's deplatformed. He's, he's been canceled.
0: He, he's at Rachel D. I used to be at Brian Hecht. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. It's been a terrible week, but it's been a fun podcast to record. Thank you for listening. This has been Nope.
1: The podcast where we mm. shut it down.